This is Anchor LA, a podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 4th of April, 2018. The YouTube headquarters in the suburbs of San Francisco, California, has become a crime scene as a shooting on early Tuesday afternoon injured four people and ended with the shooter dead. According to the Orange County Register, Google, which owns YouTube, told its employees to stay away from the San Bruno, California site and referred them to an internal hotline for more information and instruction. The injuries ranged from critical to fair and the incident produced a massive response from local law enforcement as the entire area was evacuated. In an event that could have been much worse, Google is sure to review its emergency policies over the coming months and work towards more controlled access if indeed the culprit was not an employee and was able to access the building without clearance. A report just released is estimating that by 2020, a new name will be taking the spot for number three in the largest U.S. fast food chains. Currently, McDonald's, Starbucks, and Subway are in the top spots, but the current U.S. trajectory of famed chicken sandwich chain Chick-fil-A is set to knock Subway off the roost as it moves from number 8 to number 3. The company intends to continue to drive sales via its mobile ordering platforms, which have been introduced in its busier locations, and an app, which was introduced in 2014. In addition, the chain has been expanding into more states than ever before with locations in 47 out of the 50. This news coming just as Chick-fil-A opened its largest store ever, a five-story location in New York City's financial district, complete with three floors dedicated to seating overlooking New York. Chick-fil-A pulls in $4.4 million in sales per store, nearly $2 million more than the average McDonald's, and this all with one less day of business per week than its counterpart parts as all stores in the Chick-fil-A chain are closed on Sundays. On this day in 1975, at a time when most Americans still used typewriters, childhood friends Bill Gates and Paul Allen founded a computer software company called Microsoft, and just 12 years later in 1987, 31-year-old Bill Gates became the world's youngest billionaire. Gates and Allen started Microsoft, which stands for Microprocessors and Software, in order to produce software for the Altair 8800, an early personal computer. The company later went on to license its MS-DOS operating system to IBM for its first personal computer, which debuted in 1981. In 1985, Microsoft released a new operating system, Windows, with a new concept a graphical user interface instead of a command-based code. It was an immediate hit, and by the late 1980s, Microsoft had become the world's biggest personal computer software company. In 1995, amidst skyrocketing purchases of personal computers for home and office use, another groundbreaking update was released. Windows 95, which included such innovations as the famous Start menu, and within the first five weeks, seven million copies of Windows 95 were sold. With the start of widespread usage of internet in the late 1990s, 
Microsoft's Windows systems adapted to the usage, featuring the Internet Explorer, web browser, and many online resources as the years went on. Windows 98 featured a touched-up and faster experience than 95, and the subsequent Windows 2000, though not as widely adapted, offered more corporate and technical features. In 2001, Microsoft released Windows XP, a widely accepted system which became the universal standard for numerous corporations and users across the world for many years. Featuring a more colorful graphical interface and web interactions throughout its packaged software, Windows XP dominated the market well into its not quite so popular successes release, Windows Vista, which was plagued with errors although offering a totally redesigned interface. Windows 7, similar in look to Windows Vista, fixed most of those errors and was released in 2009. Finally, in 2015 Windows 10 was launched as the last Windows operating system since micro-updates would now be pushed out and the system would stay up to date thanks to internet connectivity without needing to completely update the PC to a brand new operating system. For decades, Windows has been the most popular system used on personal computers and business machines alike, and although the age of smartphones has been difficult for Microsoft, desktop computers and laptops as well as the new Surface tablet are still more than prevalent in all environments today, with over 1 billion Windows-powered PCs currently in use across the globe, 400 million of which run Windows 10. The world in its culture, media, and definitions often depicts happy people as those who appreciate other people and their company, but really aren't self-sacrificing. It shows that true happiness comes from refusal to participate in negative feelings, and the people who experience the most happiness attain true success based on their own self-sufficiency. But as relayed in the book Drawing Near by Pastor John MacArthur, Jesus described happy people quite differently. In fact, he characterized them as spiritual beggars who realize that they have no resources in themselves. He said they are meek rather than proud, mournful over their sin, self-sacrificing and willing to endure persecution to reconcile men to God. By the world standards, that sounds more like misery than happiness, but the people of the world don't understand what is often thought of as misery is actually the key to happiness. When we track Christ's definitions in Matthew 5's well-known Beatitudes, we see that to start, true happiness begins with being poor in spirit. This means we have a right attitude towards sin, and that leads us to mourn and be made low by the knowledge and the recognition of it. Mourning over sin produces a meekness that leads to hungering and thirsting for righteousness, which in turn results in mercy, purity of heart, and a peaceable spirit, attitudes that bring true happiness. As we can expect when we display these attitudes that bring true happiness, we will be insulted, persecuted, and unjustly accused as we also read in Matthew 5 because our life will be an infuriating reprimand to the godless and worldly people we come in contact with. Even so, we can, as Matthew 5 says, rejoice and be glad for our reward in heaven is great. Matthew 5 tells us that we are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. And so in this culture, which is shrouded in sin and godlessness, while most people reject Christ, others will be drawn to him by the testimony of our lives. 
may we be faithful and true to Christ and ask that he may use us in his ways for his glory, to represent him and radiate true happiness, to show the stark contrast between a happiness found in Christ and the world's imitation happiness which always leads to discontentment and despair. May we ask God for the grace enabling us to have the attitude found in Matthew 5 and let our Christ-powered light shine before men in such a way that they may see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.